Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I am excited to be here with a longtime friend and uh, acquaintance. Been working with Sheath for a long time. David Acosta, thank you for joining me. Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful day here in Colorado. It is starting to get pretty cold. It's going to snow on next Tuesday. So my my pot plants that I have growing in the sun are going to need to be covered up with uh, like a greenhouse in the next like I have like three or, or you know three days to get that done. No, um, I'm, I'm the exact same way. I have some uh, plants growing in my balcony, and uh, I'm already like trying to figure it out because uh, I'm a I'm a little bit you know west of you, mm-hmm. and um, it's a uh, it's it's just like a low of 29 on Tuesday. It's crazy. Yeah, I know it goes from 80 to 30 here in woodland park so you're a little bit more in the mountains i guess because we're, we're pretty in the mountains too here yeah but you're a little bit more so no yeah it's nice man it's a it was a good move uh moving out here for myself so it was good you moved from texas right yep houston texas yay uh h-town well, yeah. i was i'm supposed to be there in a couple of days for Skankfest, which was canceled and that reminds me for like the fifth time i need to write this down i got to cancel my plane ticket and my airbnb or I'm going to lose it pretty soon. It's, yeah. Um, everything is so crazy. But, you know, for a lot of people that don't know, let me just tell them that you are a former fighter. Uh, I'm assuming it's kind of in the past now. Yeah. As of now, I haven't fought or competed in jiu-jitsu in about a year and a half. Right. And now <clears throat> I know you guys have you know, Dave times to your gaming um, channel and she supports it uh, supports it shout out to shethunderwear.com but uh how's that going it's going uh it's, it's going really good honestly um since since like putting fighting down and w- whenever i i stepped away from fighting on a competitive level and then i stepped away from jujitsu on a competitive level i was still teaching so i was teaching jujitsu and um once i was able to step away from all of that and like dedicate a hundred percent of my time towards the channel. Um, we hit, uh, like last November, it really just took off. And uh, ever since, um, there hasn't been a month that it hasn't grown. Um, it's, it's, it's been, it's been fast paced. Um, what's which, your growth rate? Just, this is like some technical talk, but what, like, cause we, we, we double every year at, as a company sheath. So yeah, no, yeah. From, so uh, Twitch is, is primarily about viewer count, how many people are watching your show live and then how many people are watching, um, you know, just like anything like a, like Instagram clips or YouTube content. Right. It's all about views. So um, right now uh, we're averaging just like right under what it, it you have to get to get partnered on, on, on the platform. So nice. partnered partnered means that you know you're kind of like verified on the on the platform, kind of like a like a Twitter check mark or Instagram check mark or something. Um, so we're, we're we're just shy of that. We're about five to six average viewers underneath it. Um, wow. So we're uh, you know and and considering that last you know uh, August we were you know maybe you know ten to twenty ten to fifteen maybe even viewers. You know we, we've uh, we've skyrocketed up there and. Um, you know, every it, it's become something that we were doing to kind of experiment with and see see if we can catch some traction. To now, it's a it's everything I do. It's a full time job. It, um, it, yeah. Now, now it's now it's just everything. So, as as of now, we're that's that's the next goal. The next goal is to get partnered on the platform so we can so the platform can start helping us get even bigger. Um, so it's 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 going really well, man. We we do it three times a week now: uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday mornings, and. Mm. Uh, there isn't a morning that we we don't go live, and immediately there's tons of people in there chatting, and uh, it's a it, as of now it's a good time. It's a good time. Beautiful, yeah. Did COVID help with viewership? Um, if, we did have spikes for it, okay. But um, the the realism of Twitch is that the the oh well with any social platform for the most part at least is the the clientele is the majority eighteen and under. You know, so it, you know, 80% of Twitch is 18 and under. So these, uh, like, 
you know, you have the, these kids that I, I find it that it, it did help, but these kids that are either in school, they all have iPhones nowadays. Right. And they're like, I have kids literally watching the show, sitting in a classroom in their school, you oh, know, yeah. with like headphones on or something, you know, and um, I don't condone it. But <laughs> I, I, I definitely appreciate it, you know? <laughs> yeah, pay attention to your class. Yeah. yeah, it's so crazy right now because now everyone's doing, you know, like Zoom school. And so they're going to have to be streaming the class and streaming your cast uh simultaneously that, yeah but no. i hear they have to sit there anyways i mean I, I have this kid that comes and works at the house uh with me here and he has school till four and he's like you just have to sit there if, even if they're not teaching <laughs> you have to stay in front of the computer which is pretty lame oh it's 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 ridiculous honestly my my, my baby david right now he's five he's sitting in my on the island in my kitchen right now going to school in kindergarten oh my god with 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 you know 14 other five-year-olds that are trying to sit in front of an ipad you know so it is just absolute chaos um yeah i don't love that i don't yeah, love that yeah me and my wife literally talked about it we're just like he's just let's just let him do it so he can get the credit for going to kindergarten. So he's not a year behind next year or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And that's kind of, it's kind of the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Cause it seems almost fruit, fruitless, you know, like the benefit is going to be very minor. Cause what do you really get out of kindergarten if you're not playing with other kids? Yeah. Social interaction is yeah. super important at that age and he's not getting it. So, you know, but he has a sister, they talk and chit chat and play all day, but, um, it's just a little bit different to, to do it on a learning scale, but yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're not fighting, but you know, anymore, but do you, are you, do you keep up with any of the training, any of the guys from alpha male or. So I, I still keep in contact with everyone, you know, like I, I still text and, you know, social like Instagram message, everybody, and you know, especially like with like your eye favor, you know, having two kids now, you know, Danny Castillo having his first kid and, you have Cody Garbant had had a, his first one not too long ago. I was so happy when Cody won again because he was looking like it, three losses in a row, like three knockouts, I think, and then he to come back and win against a Sun Sao, who is not a you know slouch at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And now, so that, now fighting for the one twenty five title. Fuck yeah! I hope he I hope he uh, he gets it because he's you know I love Team Alpha Male. I love just the team aspect of it all and and the something great about the camaraderie of, of fighting I'm, i've joined a gym re- here uh not well it was right before covid i joined victory mma here in colorado springs coached by gilbert smith who was on the ultimate fighter a couple times and he actually made it to the ufc but he didn't come out victorious but he you know he's uh parlaying that experience into he's a great coach he's kind of like militant about it you know he was in the army i was in the army and i and i i like that type of training style where it's not okay you know whatever you know like real like uh soft on you he's like no for sure yeah yeah get to the point a, a, a lot of gyms are becoming that, you know, especially as the popularity of MMA goes up, you're finding more gyms open up for the pure sake of profiting off of the popularity of it. So that means they're putting in, you know, Joe Smo as the coach and it's the softest, most, uh, you know, kind of like this online kindergarten, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I guess we're going to kindergarten, but are we going to kindergarten? You know, are we doing anything? Is this real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the virtual—it's like virtual training. It's not real. It's—it's it's almost. It's yeah. like a, a derivative, if you will. Um, but I—I've since COVID happened, I stopped going, and then I moved to Woodland Park, and I'm having one of his students, D- uh, Dylan King, who is—he—I think he turned professional. He's like he—he he was three and zero. But he went up a weight class and lost, and so now I guess he's three and one. But he comes up to the house and trains, and it's mostly the cardio part, which, you know, like running up hills, jump rope, push-ups, all the different drills. And then the last 15 minutes, we'll either hit pads uh, or I got to roll with him. Uh, Shout-out to Origin Main Jiu-Jitsu Gi making, uh, Jocko Willink. I got one of his geese and finally got to use it nice. so it's pretty awesome man yeah i haven't i put on a gi 
one time in the last year. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, and that's because my, my wife is a, uh, she works with law enforcement. So um, the law, she, you know, they ask about, you know, what does your husband do? Blah, blah, blah. So she, you know, eventually told them what I used to do for a living. And then um, they were looking for a jujitsu kind of like, like a guy to kind of walk them through things or teach. Them yeah. And uh, yeah, I put it on one time to kind of meet up with them and, and train with them for a little bit. One uh, time, you should be doing that once a week. See, <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's 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 one of those things where either their scheduling doesn't work with my scheduling, or or what's going on? Because like, I, I think that's the biggest misconception is like with like the Twitch channel, um, like the Twitch channel, like last year was was like barely bringing in anything, mm-hmm. and then this year we're like close to six figures with a Twitch channel. You know what I mean? Wow! And, yeah, and just shout out Sheath sponsors. We just came on like as an official sponsor. Like I know we were always pretty unofficial, or you know, but now yeah. we're like actually throwing up a couple bucks, so that's cool. No, yeah, it's 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 a it's a nice thing to do. But I think you know, like uh, I think that's the biggest misconception is like the the time. Like when I'm live, I'm live for five to six hours, three days a week. You know that you know. And, wow. But but then when I'm not live, there's so much work that gets put into the production and the video edits and trying to create content and on individual platforms like YouTube and even like TikTok and, and Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, that thing that, that stuff takes all day. So it's like uh, I just have not got the time to like, even though like I'm just streaming, <laughs> yeah. I haven't got the time to do anything else. Um, yeah, people think like like my family in general like they think I don't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing stuff all day, every day. There's not a moment of the day that goes by where I'm not doing, even when I'm resting, you know, like that's kind of scheduled because I have to stay going. You know, it's like a long marathon. And even if I'm playing video games, I'm like, this is my time to uh, unwind. And actually, I don't even, I take that back. I'm going to reverse that. I don't unwind on video games. It actually pumps me up. Like I'll first thing in the morning, I get up and I'll play for an, like half an hour to an hour, uh, some Call of Duty with some coffee, yeah. and you know I'm, I'm like groggy. But by the time somebody sneaks up on me and pops me in the ear, you know now I'm awake. I get that. You know you get that little rush yeah. from playing. So no, yeah, for sure. That that's that's what working out for me is today. Like uh, like the I get you know an hour a day, you know, where yeah. I, I can escape from the kids, escape from being a husband, escape for the content creation stuff and just get on my bike. And I just ride and kill myself for an hour. Ooh. And, uh, it has nothing to do with physical fitness, you know, <laughs> but it has everything. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 it's like, this is the anti, you know, jump off my balcony, uh, you know, plan, you know, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> Mental health. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. It's a, it's you know you're trying to juggle everything at once and it's it's a whatever that fill in the blank thing is you know if you take an hour a day just to just to not think about it you know yeah it's a, it definitely helps for me personally at least so that's your tool that you go to is the bike yeah yeah I, uh, with with jiu-jitsu and MMA and punching and all that there's so many injuries like with my hands my elbows oh my god tell me about it I was in the army yeah so yeah. And I can't run anymore but what so what kind of bike are you using so I have a road bike and, the, and okay. just living in Colorado is just beautiful, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, there's, the, there's trails everywhere and there's beautiful trails everywhere. Um, so there's, uh, there's, there's trails literally leaving my front door. There's my back door. There's a hiking trail. So I just, I go out and I'll ride. Um, if I ride indoors, I ride on a Peloton bike, like a, sta- a stationary nice. bike. Look at you fancy. Um, but then if I go outside, I have a felt a Z100 road bike that I'll take out. Um, but if you're okay, but I see, I don't like that because the car is going by and like, you know what I mean? Like I think, and I, I, cause I just bought one like last year, I rode it three times and I ended up selling it a couple weeks ago because now I'm in the mountains and I'm going to get, I think I'm going to get a mountain bike. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. The, uh, well, the only good thing at least here is like, there's like, like there's a trail from where I live to Eagle, which is like 32 miles away. Um, if you know where like the, the city of Eagle is. Right. And uh, it's it goes up like from where I'm at like seven thousand and an elevation. Eagle nice. goes up to like twelve. Oh my and, god! Yeah, I know. And there's there's a thirty two mile trail that goes all the way to Eagle and all the way back. 
Um, and that's no car, no stop sign, no nothing. There's a, a bike trail wow. dedicated to, to cyclists and wow. you're right, you're right along the river. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a beautiful time, you know? So the, I think maybe we just got to hunt, hunt some good trails down. Um, true. Yeah. Cause, you, cause you, I mean, I'll average, you know, 30, 35 miles per hour on a, just on that, on that trail the entire way, you know, cause there's no, there's no reason to stop, you know? Oh my God. How fun. Okay. So that's way better than my experience. I was just always paranoid about cars creeping up on me and no, for sure. Yeah. That's, and, and you know, and now that you mention it and now I feel kind of silly that I just sold that bike, but, but there is a trail here and I guess, it, you know, it's, it's a paved trail that just goes forever. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like they go forever, right? You're like, yeah. when is this going to stop? But Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe I'll buy another one. And I, I was going to buy a mountain bike, but I went to the shop and he said like all the mountain bikes in the whole world are sold out because Dude, yeah. of COVID or whatever. Yeah. They can't get them shipped. They can't get yeah. them shipped in. Yeah. isn't that crazy that sounds like an exaggeration but i was like but you, you can buy them like used and stuff from like facebook marketplace and stuff yeah you can buy them used uh like i, I tried to buy a mountain bike maybe like three months ago mm -hmm. and he was like yeah we were like you know we don't we can't guarantee any kind of time frame on it and he's like you can purchase it we can try to order it and we can get it well, who knows and we're just like i'm like i'm not giving you a few thousand dollars for no to not know <laughs> hell yeah how funny yeah i'm, I'm, I'm good man yeah, so. I have my I have a Haro. I have a BMX Haro. Um, Dave Mira. Dave Mira. Do you know who that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play his video games when I was little. <laughs> he was the shit. Dude, yeah. That's why I got that bike because of him. And then he fucking killed himself. It's crazy, man. Mental health. We're just talking about it. Well, okay, so let's yeah, let's go on that train of thought for a minute. We work with this company or person uh, initiative into the dark blue which is a men's mental health movement um zach and he is going from town to town hitting bars to spread the word about kind of mental health uh, awareness and and to erase the stigma behind going and seeing a therapist just I do see a therapist every, I was doing it every week. Now I'm kind of like every other week. Oh, I live but, with a therapist. I get it. Ah, uh, oh, you live with a therapist? My, yeah, my wife. <laughs> okay. So I didn't know if she was an actual like patrol person or what, what her role was in that you know, yeah, she, profession. She's a, uh, technically she's a emergency response therapist. So she responds to, a like a emotional crisis kind of like the police so the police will wow. respond to something if there's someone that's having like mental issues or there's a situation like domestic violence or something mm -hmm. like that they may uh, require someone to set up some sort of plan for uh you know said person that maybe was abused or mm -hmm. maybe that is contemplating suicide or whatever that is uh, she's the person that reports to the scene with the police and she'll set up a plan to either hospitalize them or set up a plan for them to make an appointment to see a therapist or, you know, whatever the fill in the blank is. So mm. she's, uh, she's been doing that since we've been in Colorado for about a year and a half. Wow. I bet you guys have had some interesting discussions about the psychology of people like with everything happening with, you know, like police shootings and these types of things, which I just want to say, I do support the police things, but anyways. No, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the same page, man. I, 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 I just think, I think that there's there's crappy people in every field. Yeah, and, and, and there's I, always those crazy, just the crazy, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, for instance, like in this this situation, there's 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 probably hundreds and hundreds of horrible podcasts. <laughs> that doesn't mean we need to think that your podcast is horrible, you right? Know? Yeah, Same and it's there's just going to be bad apples in every group. They're not going to ever get away from that. And so I try to just be optimistic about kind of like where they're coming from and, and and hope like that they don't just come out with bad intentions and i don't think that they do and i think it's sad what's ha what's happening but I, now i guess it's coming back around you know with all the riots and now people are like uh maybe we don't really need to defund the police yeah so, no i i know if anything ever happened they're they're going to be the people that i call so um, yeah you know so <laughs> i'm going to go ahead and, and support them to the end because i know whenever i need the support i'm going to be calling one person so yeah, and I've had many run-ins, and they were not pleasant. I will not lie. I mean, I've been arrested more than five times 
And since I was a juvenile till not that long ago, you'd be surprised. I was still the CEO of Sheath, and I got I've been arrested a few quite a few times <laughs> since then, just for weed, you know. But like, oh, it's yeah. never a fun uh, experience. And I mean, I they take I've been taken to jail and fucking my daughter ripped away from my arms if you would like basically yep. crying because they're like we're taking him and it's like, it. more weed. are you crazy no. that's why i moved to california this was in texas by the way i mean oh, colorado yeah. that's why i moved back to colorado really in colorado that happened no 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 sorry so the, it happened in texas like three times while i was there from like 15 uh thir- 2013 to 2015 i got arrested like three times in two years and i was like i think i'm gonna just go to a state where it's not illegal because and plus my daughter was here and there was other extenuating circumstances but it was you know i was just like i no i i, I get yeah. you man i i i remember like dude i, I I'm, I'm on the same boat uh, from mma uh, i started smoking and doing like cbd products and like thd products like maybe like halfway through my professional career because like like i just pain. could not rest not even yep. it wasn't even pain like my brain wouldn't shut off like okay. it'd be too two o'clock in the morning, my brain's like churning and trying to work on something. And so I, I started doing it because of that. And then uh, moving to Texas from California to Texas, when I moved back home, I felt like I was a, like I was a horrible human being buying mm-hmm. weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like, I'm just trying to go to sleep, man. Like I'm just, I just want to shut off before 3am. I ain't and, trying uh, to hurt nobody. It, yeah. I'm just, I'm, and you have to like do it all sketchy and it just, it just feels uncomfortable. So here it's nice going to a business and then buying it, paying taxes on it, going home, sitting on my balcony, knowing there's no worry in the world. Mm. Um, mm. It's just, yeah, it's just nice. Yeah. I love Colorado. And like, I guess they even, this is weird, decriminalized or not to an extent like heroin and cocaine and all the major drugs. You would know about that, wouldn't you? If you're... Uh, well, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Is I, we, I hear a lot of stories because, my wife's in, the, in that field, you know, right, right. A lot of people aren't just a lot of people are under the influence when they have these thoughts of, you know, of mental health. And, and you hear a lot of stories. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, well, I think it's better here. And they should probably do that uh, everywhere. Because uh, it's just like, you know, and like with just the whole just they need to reform that whole system, which was created to hold the black man down. And I believe that no yeah, hippies, hippies it, and, and black people, they wanted to crush the movement of, of you know, the, the people. And so they put this bullshit law in place so they can arrest anyone. I mean, for nonviolent yeah. shit. And so, no, it, it's, it's the same thing. Like we we're talking about, like, like with the, like law enforcement, there's bad apples there. You know, um, there's a lot of people that smoke weed and they do really stupid things. And there's a lot of people that smoke weed and just like, I'm a, I'm a father of two. I'm, I'm a husband. Um, I like to think that I'm a very good father and husband and yeah. I smoke weed every single day. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, and I, I take care of my kids and I support my family and I, you know, I, I mind my damn business. <laughs> so, yeah. it, you know what I mean? So I think that there's both sides to it and, and, uh, it's, it's silly to, you know, it's silly to, to treat it like it's, uh, you know, there's people that, that drink alcohol, that drink and drive every day and that's legal. So it's like. If you're really if you're really scared that people are going to hurt people on this drug, then the number one cause of death in the U.S. is one pain medication, and then two, and then two drunk driving, <laughs> drink drinking, you know, while driving. So it's like, come on, those are legal. <laughs> and it's it's just so silly, and and so we're moving in the right direction, and that's what I try to remind people that are getting irate about the current state of the union like this chaos and racism is running rampant and like i'm like it's i don't see any of that ever when i walk outside i got my hair braided the other day by a nice young black woman who is an entrepreneur and we were talking about think and grow rich this book that i read when i was young and she happened to read it and just like motivation and aspirations and you know dreams and you know principles of success and just things that we can all uh, um, agree with instead of like why are we always looking for the differences of each other because you can find that all day and we can bicker about it all day i like 
I, we're trying not to watch the news a little bit right now because my wife and I tend to see the same thing and see a different thing, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And, and but, and, and I was telling her that, and I, and, you know, cause I recognize what I was like, they're doing this on purpose. They know they'll put a, an, I, a topic of discussion out on the news and, and to, to divide us, I feel like, and to break up the nuclear family. I swear it's all about control. The reptilians, they're doing it. They want to just keep us from uniting or, you know, like what's wrong with us all being on the same wavelength. I don't, I, I think that would disrupt the control and, and yeah. I think they're kind of just fucking with us sometimes. I really honestly think whoever it is, I say reptilians in jest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think they're like so rich and so bored and they've fucked all the little kids that they can and drank all the baby blood. And now they're like, let's throw a little bit of disarray into the community and and just watch and see what happens. I don't no, know. Yeah. I don't know. No. So. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 I'm to be completely honest. I, I I'm fully aware that I'm not smart enough to figure it out. Right. So I am going to go on hikes. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I want to do. I'm gonna enjoy my family. And when I die, I die. And that's just it. Like it's just like for me, it's like I'm gonna enjoy this chaotic time. And I'm gonna keep to myself. And I, I moved out in the mountains of, of Colorado for a reason. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> moved know? out <laughs> also in the middle of COVID. You know, we were in suburb suburban. <laughs> Uh, Colorado Springs and my wife was just like she had this burning kind of just like anxiety ridden desire to get out of there and, and and we just so happened to have the means to do it you know not fortunate you know unfortunately not everyone has that means to just pick up and leave because some you might say well why do you fucking live there if if it's so bad or whatever go to Colorado <laughs> Yeah. Man, I, I don't know, because like whenever we and Justin first moved to California, we had like, you know, like we moved, it was just like, what, 2014, 15, maybe. Baby David was two months old. We probably had like $1,000 to our name, um, you know, and we moved out there and we just figured it out. You know, we figured it out because Houston life was not what we wanted. And we're like, let's try this city. You know, and uh, mm -hmm. that's when I met Team Alpha Male, and then I worked my ass off. Within a month, I was working at Team Alpha Male and got a job. And Jocelyn got a job, and then it worked out. We stayed there for five years. Nice. And the same thing with here. You know, in Colorado, the only reason we moved to Colorado, Fort Morgan, at first was because Jocelyn, uh, Jocelyn almost died uh, two two years ago. Now, oh my God, what happened? So, uh, well, she she went to go get a, a, a allergy test. That was it. Uh, so they were testing wow. her for certain things. I know. They were testing her for certain things, and uh, she had a severe reaction to one thing. It almost stopped her heart. Uh, she was in the hospital for a long time. Wow. Uh, the doctors were telling her, like, she should not have survived that experience because she's so tiny, and they had to hit her with so much adrenaline just to keep her heart going. Oh, my God. Um, but because of that, the way Texas laws were, she lost her job. She lost everything because – you're in, you're you're in the middle of starting a, her career at that point and then she was in the hospital for a bit she couldn't get back to work for a while so she lost everything oh my so, god that's horrible yeah so that's that, that was the story i mean the the summarized story of why we moved to colorado mm -hmm. and then whenever she was like well i don't know what to do um she's like i'm better now so let me just start applying places and she was like there's a spot in colorado that's hiring and she applied we flew out here, she interviewed, she got the job, and then we moved out here like two weeks later. <laughs> Hell yeah. So yeah, I remember you, know, you talking about that and there you were I was kinda hoping you would be a little bit closer, but at least you're here in this this state because this is a better place, I'm sure. Yeah. So I mean we, we, we we've moved, you know, both times with almost nothing, you know, and we had we did it with children the second time with, with two children and uh like I said, man, you just you just hustle. You just hustle. That's a good point. I guess okay. So I, okay, because yeah, I was talking about the means to do it, and you you know you just you there's always a way, and yeah. that's a good a good transition into the principles of success by Napoleon yeah. Hill. Desire, like how bad do you want it? Do you really do you that's, really want it? You can do it. Yeah, dude, especially in in this. Um, I don't mean to get too far into this this. I mean, I'm just really, 
obviously passionate about <laughs> like this generation, you know, the, yeah. this, this generation is very, um, if something isn't easy or hand it to them, it's not going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like I was at least a part of the last bit of a generation that was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work very hard for $0. So in two years I can have what I'm talking about today. Oh yeah. Um, because that's how it was, you know, like, with fighting, it was like that. With this, with the Twitch stream, you know, a year ago, I couldn't make a living off this. Right. Today, I can. Yeah. And 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 and, and video game streaming, there's 0.3 percent of all of 6.8 million streamers cannot make a living off of their off of their their, their craft. I am in the top three percent, uh, top 0.3 percent of the entire streaming world because nice. I'm able to make a living off of this stuff. And that's not because I have a large viewership or I have, I have all these subscribers is because I, I'm able to wire it all to where it, it you know, I, I educated myself about marketing and how to do it right and how, how to make views into dollars. And, you know, and, 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 and if I didn't, you know, sit on my computer all day looking at marketing videos or educating myself on how YouTube works versus Twitter versus Instagram versus TikTok versus all the other platforms, I would be sitting on my ass and streaming the two people and making no money. Interesting. You know, so, and it's, it's, it, it was a decision to become success, uh, successful in that rate, you know? Yeah. Do you think that your training slash, I mean, were you always like this? Cause you, I think you wanted that for fighting, but you maybe parlayed that into gaming. Yeah. I, I think, I think the fighting attitude is the same thing, you know, yeah. and I always, I always tell, cause I do content coaching nowadays. So I charge people for the sit down for an hour and, to come up with game plans to grow their channel too. So it's, you know, it's, it's just like fighting, you know, and I tell people like, I, I, I don't just wake up one day and book a fight and then walk up to the fight and fight on national television with no training. Mm-hmm. So I, the live stream is the same thing. I don't just turn on my computer and go live and hopefully it goes good. There's eight weeks of training camp before a fight. It's the same thing with the, with the Twitch channel. It's just I'm sitting on my computer, uh, you know, editing videos or editing photos or educating myself on what the next level of marketing is going to be in three months so I can get ahead of the curve. And there's so much work that's involved. It really is like a 70-30 split when it comes to 30% of the work is done when you're live and people can see you. And mm-hmm. then 70% of the work is done when no one sees a damn thing. And... Um, it's I feel like thing. now I should, I wish we should have one of those consultation meetings. I know you it's, we never can like find the time to actually <laughs> yeah. talk. This is the first time we've like taken a moment to talk. And I'm, I think anyways, I, I, I feel like we could use a little bit of consultation. We're doing really well as a company and my brother and my team, they do fabulous. However, and you guys are listening. If you're listening, they're probably not listening, but I feel like it's, it could do better. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and as, as we all can, right? We can yeah. all take it a step further and, and, you know, and do that extra, you know, little thing. So it's a, it's a fun process though. Yeah. My, yeah. So, but I, I we, let's, let's, let's have a, a consultation. I'll pay you for your time. Let's do that maybe next week and, yeah, and get that just information. Cause it sounds like you sat down and did the research where, Honestly, a, a lot of what we do is trial and error, you know, on the fly, like live in action. Like yeah. we release a new product and it's either going to be good or it's not going to be good. Now, of course, if I think it looks stupid, I'm not going to release it. So it's got at yeah. least a fighting chance because I already say, you know, well, I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> we did just release this new product, though. Funny story. The horizontal fly. It's like this plaid um, yeah, it, yeah. with the red and red and black waistband. And everyone on my team, when they found out that it was produced, so they were like, You produced that? I was like, Yeah, it's here. It's in the box. It's like right there. You you made it. <laughs> and and then I told my wife that story and she, and she was like, Oh my God, you actually you actually produced that? Because they both thought it was it looked like an accident, you know. Yeah. And uh but it's actually doing pretty well and I thought that it was good enough and so anyways, I don't know what the point of that story was other than it you know sometimes you just have to try sh- it's just trying, you know. Dude, I if I I I'd have more money than I do now if if I had a dollar for every time I trialed an error or something. So so <laughs> man, I, you know, I I get you man. Um 
what, what I do currently is every every quarter. Uh, so I treat this like a business. It's, it's how I make a living. So every quarter is is how I I do things. So I test things out for three months. Um, in that three months, I'm going to give it enough time to succeed, and I'm going to give it enough time to fail. Um, mm-hmm. And the way my system works is I work for three months. At the end of that th- three months, I look at my numbers. If numbers are not growing the way I want them to, I change micro, you know, micro changes where I change this and this and this, or I come up with a completely new plan and I revamp it for the next three months. Um, and that's everything. That's the way my production is done, the way my, my design is done, the science behind my alerts and the, you know, my camera and how, how, how I'm attracting everyone to us versus the game. And dude, there, there's so much that, that goes into this and, uh, you know, and it's the same thing for you. I, I you know, you, I mean, I started with Sheath, what, now, six years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, I, I see, I, I'm having this flashback of you were on Dana White uh, looking for a fight or something, and, and I know but, it didn't go he, your way. Point is, yeah, you've been with us for a while. But even then, I was a professional then. I mean, you, you, you've been sponsoring me since my second amateur fight. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that goes back way back to, you know, 2014, 15, you know. Do you remember um, how that all happened? Because people ask me how I find people. And in my recollection, it started with Gavin Tucker. Like, he, and I don't know how they reached out to us and we started sponsoring him. But immediately, like within a week or two, I think he was like questioning the product, like if it was cool enough or whatever. So they, they backed out. And yeah. then, and then we picked up Kyle, which I don't, I don't, and I don't even know. Did you know Kyle Nelson? No, uh, the only person that I knew that worked with you guys was was Michael Mallet. Oh yeah, 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 Michael Mallet. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, cause, and, cause, and that may have been through Kyle, but maybe not. Actually, I'm not sure. Yeah. So I, I found you guys just on, I believe it was on socials one day, and I, I really do think we did the like. All con- I'm pretty sure if we scroll back far enough in our Facebook messages, we'll probably yeah. find those messages. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's a good point. You know, so it, it's been a while. Um, and, uh, you know, I, and the reason I say that is because when I when I think about my process, even with just with streaming, which is only two years old, um, you know, you can you can see the difference in Sheath from whenever I got to know you guys to today. Um, and it is it's exciting. It's, it's, it's exciting being someone that's been there for a while, Yeah, you know, and, you know, seeing, and then you see like Donald Cerrone posting about you guys. You're like, what in the hell? I know. <laughs> you know, and it just kind of seems surreal that, uh, that you guys are doing so awesome. And there's so, such a big names now that, you know, and I always, I always joke about it. I'm like, I'm like, I have, you know, there's Donald Cerrone sitting there. There's, you know, there's all these other uh, high level people. And mm-hmm. then there's me. And I'm like, you <laughs> know, I'm like, I like, like, I, at some point, I felt like I was involved in, in, you know, like I was, like all the other fighters. I'm like, okay, they're they're pro fighters, I'm pro fighters, I get it. And then at some point, you guys just skyrocketed, it. and it was it was so cool to see it too. So it's 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 exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it is exciting. It's I'm 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 very blessed, and I try to be appreciative every day because it's like a, my dream kind of coming true and you know funny thing is the reason i sponsor you guys is because i love fighting and i feel like it's the best sport you know that exists but it's for a reason that it's a great metaphor for life you know just that the training the fighting the getting you know getting knocked down and getting back up and how how bad do you want to win this motherfucker and you know and it's just I, I, I was talk, you know, I have every weekend almost now because there's almost fights every weekend now. I have friends over and we're watching it and and I was saying, Am I gonna get tired of this? It's already been two decades since I've been watching, you know, technically since ninety-six or whatever. Um, am I gonna still watch it in two decades? Am I still gonna wanna be doing this, watching it? But I, I think I will because it, and it's cause it's like different every time. I don't know. It's so I love it. No, yeah, for sure, man. It's a, uh, it's exciting. It is. It doesn't get old. Do you, do you guys? How, how, how do you treat fighting these days, as far as as a fan? Um, to be completely honest, man, I uh, I watch like the bigger events, but I am almost completely out of the world of fighting. Okay. Um, 
you know, moving out here, there, there's no, I mean, outside of like the law enforcement that I trained a handful of times, I mean, there's, there's really nothing out here. You know, I'm, I'm in a city population of 5,000. There's no real gyms. And even if there were gyms, they're all closed nowadays. So it's mm-hmm. like, um, all, all, all the fitness stuff I get done is, is in my own place. It, you know, I, I, I haven't thrown a punch probably in two years, you know, <laughs> It you feels know. good to me, though. You know, like I hadn't done it in quite a few months when finally a couple of weeks ago I had that kid Dylan King come. And as I was hitting the pads, I, w- I was telling him, thank you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. thank you for coming because my your body, you know, body movement medicine, just, you know, it maybe it's I feel like you're doing your thing, but that, that memory from your body will like, it almost craves it. I, you know, just the the motion. Yeah, no, I I was like that for a while. You know, like whenever I moved to Colorado, I took a year off of everything. I didn't work out for an entire year. Nice. Um, and that was this, I, I I was really just giving my body the break. I felt like I need, I've been training since I was 14 years old, you know? So it was like 15 years of, of hard labor. (laughs) So for me, like, like I told you, like my hands, the main thing, my elbows, um, mm-hmm. like I would wake up every day when I was fighting and have to like force my, my arms to go straight because my elbows would like stiffen up and they would lock out. Wow. And, um, and it feels really good to not have to do that. <laughs> and I, that's where gaming is actually such a beneficial activity for me because I'm always go, go, going, you know, like yeah. to sit fucking down for a minute and don't do anything for your body let your body chill oh man it's it's i think that that's the biggest thing so from for with fighting it's it's almost a relief to not have to do it um Mm -hmm. you know like uh that one day that i i I went to go train gi you know like i was i was the highest rank in you know in in there they all had gis on i think the highest one was like a two-stripe purple or something and you know, like I, my ego's involved, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm a guy outside, I come in on the highest rank. So I have to like do my best and I have to show these guys what's up. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I, I output that amount of output, but you, you did for like three or four days after I was handicapped, you know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, because I let my ego get involved. We're not, I'm not like trying to hurt anybody, but I'm definitely not going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you, and you have that, you know, that fighting mentality that's always inside of you. Mm-hmm. And, but then your your physical body is like, yo, you did this for 15 years. You can't just take a year break and then hit on the gas again. Oh my god! Um, but the one thing I I just did not miss feeling like that. You know, I once I felt like that, I'm like I, I it all just it almost like flooded back. You're like, yeah, this is horrible. This is this is what I was doing. This is this was me. What the feeling was like every day, and um, I just made the conscious decision to be like, okay, I'm not, I'm definitely, I don't want to feel like that anymore. Um, so, you know, I lift weights and I cycle. That's, that's about it right now when it comes to anything athletic. Do you, okay. I do. I'm doing like these ice baths and I'm doing Wim Hof breathing techniques and I'm, I'm doing all the shit. At the Dude, moment. I like it. Yeah. The ice baths like three times a week for me because cycling, mm-hmm. um, I like my legs get messed up in cycling. But, you know, all fighting, I had these chicken legs, so it's nice to put some meat on them, you know? Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, but the ice baths keep me alive, man. Okay. Yeah, I've, I'm, I just did a sh- ice kind of shower about an hour ago, and I've been doing it pretty much every day. And, but you, are you, do you do like real ice and get the whole ice and everything? Yeah, I, I, uh, I have a, like the ice maker, like it's like, like a 20 pound bag. Uh, so I'll just fill up my bathtub with like the coldest water it can fill and yep. throw, the, throw the ice bath, um, ice in there. Okay. Let it, let it marinate for a little bit. And then, so you have uh, an ice maker thing like in your, on your fridge or, or, or what? Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the actual, like the thing on the fridge is actually like gigantic. So I can mm-hmm. probably put, you know, uh, you know, 10 to 12 pounds of ice in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll sit for maybe, at the most 15 minutes. Oh, nice. Know? That's a long time. See, I can only do, I do like five, seven minutes. At the, I'm, but I'm working my way up and working my way down in temperature because I was just doing straight the coldest water that you can get out of the tap, which in Colorado mountains is pretty it's fucking cold. cold. It's, <laughs> it's <so> cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So adding any, you know, and then, but I have added ice a couple of times and I'm just going to kind of over the years, I want to, build my way up to doing like actual 
maybe not freezing water, but you know, like right there. And yeah, it's good for stress. I find it builds up like stress resistance. No. Yeah, for sure. And not just that, man, the, the, like the, like the physical task you have to like conquer in your mind to get mm-hmm. in that tub. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a, I mean, that's a win in itself, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is. And the first few times I did it, it was so brutal that, and I, you know, I was like total shock to my body, but in a way I was like, this is probably good for my body. Cause it never goes through anything very difficult, you know? Yeah. yeah no, so I live sure. a soft life of ease and, <laughs> you know, just, just, just no real kind of difficulty. So having that as a man, as a human, through going through the striving to just survive over the eons, you know, as a, as human, the human race, we built up these strengths to survive. And now we live in this comfortable lap of luxury. It's, I don't think it's, it's normal. No, I I think it's good to crave that, you know, and that's, that's, that's half the reason why I got into cycling, you know, because I was, I did so many other things that I was, like fighting was always like not easy but i was a very like natural athlete when it came to fighting and wrestling i I picked up things really quickly and cycling i was like i like i felt like i told like i said i have like these like these little chicken legs in fighting you know Mm -hmm. i could kick fast but all the power was coming from somewhere else Mm. so when i got on a bike i would die you know like i would like even to this day like to this day to this day 100 years these cycling classes, man, they rip me to shreds, you know. And oh, on the yeah. Peloton, yeah, man. And, and we're at the and this elevation is no joke, dude. The other, you know, what's crazy, which is maybe a crazy story, maybe to even go into. Uh, you know, when the wildfire started like three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I got caught in a, in the middle of a bike ride. I was in the middle of the oh wildfire, riding in fire, man. Um, Whoa, it was it was wild. I was I did a forty five mile ride that day. I was about thirty miles into it. I did the last fifteen covered in black smoke fire left and right of me um i should have been a great image you coming out of the fire just dude i you know what you know when i got back home i was like crap i didn't get i got one video of after i was done Mm -hmm. but i was like i i genuinely thought i was gonna die because like there was like i couldn't see i had to like I had to stop in like uh, I had a, a bandana on because I have long hair now, um, mm-hmm. and I had to dip my my bandana in the water, put it over my face. I had sunglasses on to try to. There was ash coming down. I was I was completely black by the time I got home. How did that happen? How did you, did it start while you were on your ride or what? Yeah, so I, I you know that that trail that I told you about that goes the Eagle. So yeah. I, I was I was about halfway done with that trail. Uh, I, di- I didn't go all the way there and back. I went I went about twenty two miles in, and then about. You know, seven, eight miles back on the way back home, um, I saw like that giant, you know, fi- like smoke in the air. And I oh. asked one of the park rangers, I was like, "What's going on? Like, did that just start?" And there, and she just says, "Yeah, we're evacuating the whole area." And uh, you know, I'm on my my bike, 16 miles away from home, wow. and I just I on the way back home, I hit 40, 47 miles per hour. I averaged 42 miles per hour, and I was just hauling ass trying to get back home. But oh my god. But between where I was, that was in uh, Hanging Lake. I don't know if you know where that is. No. Hang- Hanging Lake in Glenwood Springs was a 15-mile stretch. And the about a 10 miles of that was already engulfed in flames. So when I started to make my ride back home, um, about like like three or four miles was, was kind of safe. Um, but I knew my kids were on the other end of it and I didn't know if Glenwood Springs was evacuating. So I was trying to get back to my kids and my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I have options. Do I sit right here where it's safe or do I push right through this and try to get home to take care of them if they need help? Wow. And I, I guess I just made the decision to, to haul ass, you know, and, wow. uh, and like my legs were burnt, my, my, like I, like no hair on the right side of my right leg. <laughs> um, my, all my skin was black. Jesus. I had trouble breathing. That's crazy! Uh, oh my dude, god, it was, it was a mess. Um, that was only like three weeks, like three weeks ago. Yeah, um, is it? I mean, I, I I'm looking out of the mountains right now, and it's clearer. I don't know if it's all the way clear because I can still see like a little haze, but I don't know if that's just cloudiness or some, you know, I don't know if it's remnants from the. Are the fires out? 
Do we know? Yeah. So, so that was when the fire started. Um, t- uh, now that fire that started here is the longest fire in Colorado history to go. They still don't have it contained. They uh. have it 70, 75% contained as of like two days ago. Uh, luckily, as uh, it started moving our direction, and then when that, you know, like a, I don't know if you got it too, but like a week and a half ago, we got like two days of like a little bit of rain. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, we get uh, a little bit of rain here and there every day. I mean, not every day, but like uh, we get a lot of rain here actually. But I mean, whatever. Like little sprinkles, yeah. you know how Colorado is. Yeah, like every day you get like twenty minute showers. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that really helped. So that that little amount of rain stopped the the. I mean, I had off my balcony. I have videos of planes coming by and spraying that red stuff on the mountains across the street. You know, so that we were pretty close. So bad, right? Like for the for the just environment, that flame oh. retardant stuff. Oh, it, it was going on for like a week straight, like all for, for seven days. I could hear planes, helicopters flying over my place and we were pretty close to evacuating. Um, and we luckily we didn't have to. So and it moved in a different direction because of the wind. So, you know, we, we got real lucky there. We didn't have to leave the house. We didn't have to do any of that. Um, but we were ready. Like we had go bags ready. We had the cars were packed, you know, and, uh, you know, and that happened. But, you know, so it was it was a. It was an experience, you know. I got home. I, I like well. The the whole point of it is like I literally thought I was gonna die in a fire, so mm-hmm. I didn't take any videos. I didn't pull my yeah, phone out. Right? <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, so but but when you get home and you're like, okay, I actually survived that. You're like, man, that was really like. Even as for me, like riding where everything is red. You know, there was no more sky. Everything was just red and black. Wow. And um. I was like, I remember like, I have the visions in my head. I'm like, man, I wish I could just, maybe I had a GoPro on my bike or mm-hmm. some, something to capture that because, um, it was, it wasn't, it was, it was intense, you know, I bet it was surreal. Like I, if your leg hairs are burned, that's insane. Yeah, it was, oh, uh, no. yeah. It, and, and there was fire on the left and right of me. So the left of me was the river. There was a point where I thought I was going to have to get in the river. You yeah. Know? Right. Just like fucking jump off the bike and go get into safety oh my god yeah and and luckily the river does run all the way to my house so i was like i know if i get in the river i can at least float this river all the way home if i have to but i at that point adrenaline took over and i was i was going way too fast on my bike to stop and uh wow. that's pretty and, cool i don't know i mean in a way that's the, the whole you know your kids and stuff and just like you want to make sure that you got to be there if something did go down you don't want to be you know, yeah, and that, that, miles away on a bike, stranded. Yeah, that was that was the attitude. It's like I don't know if they're evacuating. I don't know if the fires in Glenwood Springs. I don't know what's going on. Um, and it's like, you know, it was it was uh, like, I don't know. It was it was it was a lot of unknown. And I was in a in a in a place on that bike trail. You have no service. So my my wife called me one time and I got service and I I picked up and I could hear her and she was panicked but I couldn't talk back and she couldn't hear my voice. And then it hung up on her. And then I, had to I know, man. So I was just, I just, uh. I just, I just put my head down and wet my, my, my bandana that I had on covered my mouth and nose. So I wouldn't breathe in the ash. And, uh, there were, there were parts where I was holding my breath, man, for like minutes at a time, trying not to breathe the stuff in. Jesus psycho. It was good. <laughs> God, man. Let's yeah, man um that's intense but i and i so because i was kind of like seeing i don't know if you remember when donald cerrone told the story about being in the caves uh oh yeah dude yeah 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 yeah. because i was kind of having a moment there with you where you're like riding through the flames um you know with your life in jeopardy like he was under in those caverns underwater with no fucking tank and nobody there in the dark yeah it was uh it was rough it was rough but uh you know, and, and I, I guess that if for me, you know, that I'm such like an ego driven human being that when I got home, you know, and after like two hours, I could breathe normally again, I got in, I got home and I just got into a cold shower and I just literally like laid down in my, like my, I have like a stand up shower. So it's like in glass and I'm just laying on the floor, like oh my, just yeah. trying to, just trying to like cool down a little bit. Um, you know, in the, the worst thing is I live on the third floor, but in my complex, there's elevators and because the fires, the elevators weren't working. And, you know, I was in when I got uh-huh. home, I'm, I'm like, oh my God, the elevators aren't working. And I have to go up three flights of stairs with a bike in my hand after all that. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just a mess, but, you know, after it all, um, I, 
because how competitive I am with myself and I did survive it. So I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm at home. I'm alive. Um, I look at my numbers and I'm like, yo, I had so much more in me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I do this trail a lot and I was like, and I beat my, my times for each sector, like section of it. And I was like, man, I have so much more in me. What am I doing on all my other rides? If that's uh, what I have, you know? Yeah. So, but that, that was a little bit of a different, like adrenaline and oh for sure yeah. i can't walk for like three days after because my thighs uh, so hilarious i mean it's not hilarious but i'm glad that you made it because that would have been fucking tragic if i would have heard some bullshit about you burning up in a fire but yeah that would have been rough it's, it's hilarious now that i'm home yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah you know now now it's, it's all cool but at the time that was a really rough you know i was only riding for about 45 minutes in that fire uh, the whole ride was three hours but so you, you normally know. do the six, you do this whole uh, 30, a uh, 30 up and 30 back or whatever. Uh, no, I'll do about anywhere from like 40 to 50. So I'll do like 25 in 25 back. Ugh, that um, sounds horrible. Dude, it actually isn't bad. If you, if you, if you get it, you know, like if you, if you condition your legs, like, cause I've been riding for now, you know, four years. Um, but if you condition your legs enough, it's kind of like anything else, right? It's like, you know, the first time that I, uh, you know, did wrestling, you're like, this is the hardest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then like two years into wrestling, you're like, oh, I can do this. It's hard, but I can do this. Did you get uh, in a zone or anything when you're out there, you know? So I, uh, I have, um, like, I, it sounds silly, but it, it really does work for me. It, they're like virtual cycling instructors that are mm-hmm. pre-recorded for my rides. Mm-hmm. So I don't listen to music. I'll listen to instructors coaching me through waves of when I could break in my ride, when do I have to haul ass, you know, when do I, because you have two things, cadence that you keep, keep, which is how fast your legs go. Mm-hmm. And so I have like a virtual coach that'll coach me through how fast should my feet be moving, um, you know, considering the elevation gain, considering, you know, uh, the, not only the elevation gain when it comes to breathing, but when it comes to actually inclining on your bike. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's all I listen. Yeah. So I'll I'll listen to somebody coach me through. So if I feel like I don't have anything in me, but you know, the, the cyclist instructor says your cadence has to be 120, which is fast. Then I have to haul ass, you know? So it's a, it it works for me because I'm a, I'm a real, you know, responsive person when it comes to that. Like if a coach tells me to do something, I don't care if I have to die to do it. I'm going to figure out a way to do it. Exactly. uh, That's some militant shit. You weren't in the military though. Never, never, never. Yay, yay. That, I mean, what you were telling me about listening to the virtual coach reminded me of the, probably the very first podcast I ever listened to. It's probably in 2012. I, I had a Zoom. So this is like 2005, and it was a runner's podcast, and they would run with a coach. You would run with a coach, and they would have this beat. It'd be like, dun, 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 and you're like running to the beat. But then it'd be like, all right, we're about to pick it up. And then the beat would go up, you know, a faster pace. And so you got to pick it up the pace and then slow it down and all that. So that what you were saying kind of reminded me of that, which I, I also find helpful. And I, I, I'm just surprised I never went back to that. No, it's, it's something similar on my end too. It's a, it's called like a one, two count. So if, if, if you were to say like one, two, one, two, that's on every number one and two, your foot has to be on the downstroke. So mm if your feet are not moving as fast as that person is saying that one, two, one, two, or one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, you know, then you have to find a different, uh, you have to make sure your feet are matching the the beat. Oh my God. I just swallowed the last bit of my coffee and I had poured in this cordyceps mushroom stuff from uh four sigmatic shout out to four sigmatic in uh in the elevation. They say that cordyceps mushrooms helps you uh, process inner uh, oxygen. Yeah. So just throwing that out there for all you people. Like it, man. It's weird up here, dude, in the elevation. And now I'm finally, I feel like, because I've only been up here. I was at 6,000 feet in Colorado Springs. Now we're at 9,000 feet. And Yikes. yeah. And so living up here in bed, I would be like, <gasps> like it, during the day, I'm fine. But at night, I don't know. But it feels like the air thins out a little bit. I don't know what's happening. And I was yeah. having issues breathing, but having been i've been doing all this wim hof shit the ice baths really forces you to take you know like <gasps> like you're trying to breathe through the pain 
I mean, the, I, I mean, for me in the ice baths, so that, you know, those deep breaths, whatever, it's really acclimated myself to this area. And now I feel like I'm pretty good, pre- pretty good. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and, ma- and make sure because, you know, you got to be able to breathe. And the last people that were in this house actually left in oxygen tanks because there it was they're old and smokers and yeah it's, so no yeah it's it's it i didn't think it would be that big of a difference you know if houston's at zero and then fort morgan where i lived before was only at like like four thousand and now we're just shy of seven thousand here but you're you're even more you know you're even more so it's like I, yep uh, you know it's 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 i notice it when i work out you know but uh that's about it really yeah yeah like sometimes and it's less and less because i i when i would walk up the stairs to my office here it's a fucking like a 20 step steep staircase and every time i'd be like jesus what is wrong with me i'm just going up the stairs i'm like an old lady <laughs> that's all i am when i bring in groceries when the elevator is just on the other end and i don't want to walk to the other side for the elevator mm-hmm. i'm the same way i'm like i'm a, i was a professional athlete at some point and i'm over here carrying up bread I'm gasping for air. <laughs> yeah. Well, just putting it out there. The cordyceps and on it has stuff, you know, those um the shroom tech sports. Do you do you still fuck with on it at all? Um on it, not so much. I, I take their I used to take their alpha brain. Mm-hmm. Right now I take I, I take their gut health. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I have both but, of them. But um I have I, I, I have a the only supplements I take are uh I take some meal replacements pre pre and post workouts, and those are from Pierce Labs. Purist Labs. What is that about? Um, they are actually a, a company I, I found whenever I was fighting. They sponsored me when I was fighting. Um, for me, it, it works well for me. So I just, I, it was a company that I was familiar with. So uh, Faber actually connected me to them. And then ever since then, I just, there are pre workout that makes me get up and go. And there are recovery that at least, you know, between the, the recovery and the ice baths, you know, I'm very rarely sore anymore for the most part, you know. Wow. I feel like we could go on for days because I actually want to keep, I want to ask you more questions, but um, we are coming up to our time, if you will. And so I would like to ask you, what was your favorite part of this conversation? I, I, I for me, the, dude, this is the second time in about six years that we have sat down and, and just had no plan and just talked. You know, like, you know, remember you did the podcast and it was on video we did way back when. Yeah. You know, and that was the first time. Yeah. And now this is the second time in all these years. So honestly, I, I enjoy just just not talking about, you know, any kind of deals that we're working and just talking, you know, like, you yeah, know? yeah. And it, it, it's, it's nice to just to just step away uh, from the normal talk that we normally have mm-hmm. to just about life and things that we have opinions about and stuff like that. So I, I, I think it was just, it's nice to sit down as, as, as much as I was, it would be cool to do it on a regular basis. There's something cool about doing it every few years, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. The build you know, up and just so much to cover. And yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's good. We, we, we need to schedule another one um, on my end or your end. Cause I, I do the same thing on, on the Twitch channel. Um, but I do it with like streamers and content creators and stuff like that. Um, you know, and th- but that, that shows live, you know, that show has uh, an, an audience and all that stuff. I happily, too, so. happily join you there. I got cameras and mics and the whole setup and I would love to have you back, you know, a couple times a year just to catch up and, yeah. and uh, seriously though, we let's, let's do a consultation at the minimum, like an hour next week talking about yeah. social media because we're at that level now and and we need to step it up a smidge and it sounds like i said you have done the research and my team they it's like they kind of i feel like they're doing what's been working type thing yeah kind of like what we were talking about earlier i think we were talking about something like that just doing what works instead of what were we what was that in the yes to? you know like so I, I think you're referring to like like what i do like i i i Social media is like it's like a trend, you know. Um, what was popular three months ago is not popular today. Yeah. So uh, you have to make content for that trend, mm-hmm. you know, and you, that means you have to know what that trend is to make content for it. So, you know, if you know, like, 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 you know, the beginning of the year it was all about memes. You saw memes everywhere, and you still see memes everywhere today, but not as popular as you did, you know, six months ago. So, like little things like that, and how to implement 
popular memes into your content or even to your sheath advertisement. You know what I mean? So what I would do is like, you know, like say you take like a popular video or meme or something, you, you can, you can take apart that, that audio and input it into your stuff. So whenever someone sees a video with you and your Twitch channel, but they hear a popular meme that they can relate to, that they relate is funny uh-huh. to them, to them, that video is now funny, you know? So there's like a little bit of a science behind it too, that, that you can kind of figure out and, and figure out how to make your content or your sheath advertisement to cater towards today's audience, you know, on whatever platform you're on. Yes. And we need to do that. Um, and we'll talk more about that then next week. Um, cause we want to just keep putting seeds in their brains to maybe have them try the product. Oh, so, for sure. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And look cool and have fun at the same time. That's what I'd like to do. So, uh, it looks like you're having fun. I, you have a beautiful family and you're here in a good state. So keep doing what you're doing. We'll keep working together. Thank you for joining me. Thank you everyone for listening. Check him out on uh, David times two. How tell him your social media? Uh, it's on, it's on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv forward slash super Dave X two, which is super, me and my son. Yeah. Super Dave X two. And, uh, he's on Instagram. You can find him through our pages and whatnot. He's in all the stuff, but, uh, thank you, David. Thank you so much. Of course. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it.